Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Joey. And I'm Sonia, and welcome to Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia Foster. Listen, we are so excited about this podcast and just being able to do life together with you all every week. Yes, we are. We're going to be talking about relationships, marriage, faith, family, entrepreneurship, personal development. Mm -hmm. Listen, you name it, we're going to be talking about it. And also, we want to let you know that this is a fun and a safe and an authentic environment for you to come and just grow together with us. Yes, so if you have any questions questions. or any input, um, you can always go to our website, which is www.joeyandsoniafoster.com. Listen, we look forward to offering any insight and even some advice to any of those anonymous questions that you send in. It's going to be amazing. Yes, it's going to be so fun. And thank you guys for being a part of our community. Make sure that you share and subscribe and tell all of your friends, all of your family about Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia Foster. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Joey, and I'm here with my beautiful, beautiful wife, Sonia. Hey, hey, hey. This is Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia. Yes, 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 yes. We're excited about another episode where we talk about life, love, and everything in between. Everything, everything. So, yes, we had an amazing weekend. We're just coming off of memorial day weekend but not just memorial day weekend it was somebody's birthday it was my birthday and what's important to understand and to know is that for for the entirety of your life remember this listening audience life okay yes whenever you celebrate memorial day weekend just know that you're also celebrating my birthday as well so what's important to understand is may 24th is my birthday so that entire weekend belongs to me. And it was a birthday indeed. It was an amazing it was. weekend. It was. Thanks to <laughs> <laughs> the amazing wife. The old modest one over oh, here. Oh, modest one. Humble. No, but I had an amazing time for my birthday. Uh, we. It was just, it's cool. Even in the midst of all of this COVID stuff, mm-hmm. you know, we were still able to celebrate. You know, kids loved it. You know, we had some cake. I love cake. Speaking of cake, (laughs) let's go here before we talk about anything else. So Sonya went and got me some, um, she had someone make a cake. I don't know the name of this person. Two sweets. Uh, And let me tell you something. This cake blessed my entire life. Like my entire life has been blessed. Like no, it, past, present, and future. It was is really blessed. Good. It was really good. It's, it was um, it was one was a red velvet. Oh, and the wait, other you <laughs> going by too fast, too fast. Listen, the red velvet. God was in it. Yeah, so between the red velvet and the sweet potato cake, not sweet potato pie. Yeah. It was a sweet potato cake. And it's like in a form like 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 a uh <sighs> s- s- you know, some type of pound <laughs> cake kind of Lord. sweet potato. It, it, it was really good. So shout out to Tanya. Um, amazing baker. Um, I, If you're interested, let me know. i get your information <laughs> yeah. if you're down here in South Florida. You will get 0% we off. Will, <laughs> right. You, you will not get anything <laughs> off. However, However, just let her know that I sent you and maybe I will get something right, off right. <laughs> the next time But listen, the cake was so good. It was so good. Let me tell you how good it was. It was so good. How good was it? It was so good that I not only had 
a slice of the red velvet cake. I was bad. And I had a slice of the sweet potato cake on top of the red velvet cake. And guys, I'm, I'm repenting. And I had two scoops of vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. It was so good. So that was the birthday weekend. We had an amazing time. Something else happened. Um, we had the grill. So the grill is back. <laughs> the grill is going. <laughs> the grill. So it's up and running. The grill is up and running. Uh huh. And, you know, it was my birthday. So I was feeling myself. So, you know, I put the grill together, got out there. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. started barbecuing, you know, mm-hmm. seasoned the food, the meat, mm-hmm. you know, let it sit in the marinade. Mm. put it out there on the grill so yeah know, we started putting the off. grill together and he went and took a nap <laughs> and um good thing that my brother was here from the country <laughs> since he said grilling is a country thing first of all grilling is not a country thing everybody in the city grills as well no it's not a joey thing okay let's, let's just get that let's together get listen what, what what you need to understand is you know it takes a village right and my brother came he all the way down. goes upstairs. I said, Kirsten, Kirsten, where's your daddy? Oh, he's laying down. He said he was going to take a nap before everybody came. <laughs> really? <laughs> now, remember, I'm slaving in the kitchen. You know, I mean, we cooking mac and cheese. And oh, they, it they, was so These good. doubled eggs. You know, the whole works, okay? Yeah. String yeah. Bean, I mean, the whole works. I was so tired. I had to go to sleep. I had to rest. And he says he was going to take a nap before <laughs> everybody came. I had to, I First had to. of all, it was only your mom. <laughs> <laughs> it was only my mom. <laughs> your mommy, grandma, and sister. Let's just get, get it straight right here. So many people was coming. I needed to rest. I had to, you know, get ready for the festivities were taking place. So meanwhile, you know, I was outside. So again, I had to put the grill together. Went outside and I was grilling mm. and I was grilling so many different things. I can't even think of all the things I was grilling, but right, it was just so imagine. much. It was so much and it was just an amazing, amazing he time. He did not touch it. He I didn't, didn't touch anything. He didn't touch the grill. He didn't touch. Only thing he touched was the food. <laughs> and he ate three plates, may I add. Well, um, it was my but birthday. But however, it was his birthday, so yes. he get a pass. Yes. But we have another holiday that is coming up. On June 13th, June 13th. which yes. is, yes, uh-huh. yes, we do bless the Lord, mm-hmm. which is our wedding anniversary <laughs> yes, it is. where we will be so celebrating close. 11 Jesus. years, 11 years of marital bliss, marital bliss, 11 years. We, we would have been married. We, well, we will be married 11 years. How many happily married years? I think all 11. I would say 11. I would say we've been happily married 11 i think we're happier yes, as the years absolutely, go absolutely you know i think we're definitely happier when the you know since the years ago i think you know that whole thing of you fall more in love you fall yep. you know just like kind of heads over heels of each other yeah, like every yeah. single year you don't absolutely. think it get any worse but it really gets any worse. It gets like bad. oh my gosh like i cannot love this person anymore <laughs> but um but it, you know, it's amazing. It's been an amazing journey, yeah. and um, we we just really bless God that we've been favored, you know, to have a happy marriage. Yeah, it's uh, and it's the strangest thing because people, you would think, I guess, the natural inclination is to think that, you know, the longer you get, ma- the longer you've been married, the more routine or mundane things mm-hmm. are, 
when actuality is not the truth. I mean, every year it's like I fall in love with this girl all over again. Woo-hoo. Like she fine, like for real, for real. Did, did I did all I right, say that? Said yeah, she fine, like for real. Okay, but like so for us, it's just been an amazing, amazing journey. So many different, um, you know. Uh, valleys and mountaintops and all of that. The beautiful thing is we got each other. And, and, I, and um, I think here's the thing. I, I think, you know, one of the like people ask us like, oh, OK, what's the secret? Blah, 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 blah. Um, I think one of the reasons why um, and not to say our marriage is perfect by a long shot. No, absolutely not. Absolutely um, we're not, not perfect. So our marriage is not perfect. Right. Perfect. Um, <laughs> but we are happy. And I, I can say one, we figured out an important equation, I think. We figured out a por- important equation. Um, you know, knowing the answer to what we're going to talk about today yeah. is who's the boss? Yeah. You know, who's the we boss? We figured out who's the boss. We figured out, you know, who's the boss. And we've embraced it, I think, um, yep. um, through um, this journey of, of, of 11 years. And as we continue to embrace that, I think that that what make that is the equation that or the antidote that makes us, you know, or helps us to be happy. Absolutely. Once we, once we figured out who's the boss, what? So let's talk about this. That's the that's the theme that we're kind of dealing with, and really, it's this idea about decision making. It's it's in a relationship of any sort. It's imperative that you know individuals understand who is the boss meaning yeah. who takes the lead in what specific situation mm-hmm. so you know there's a lot of um i know just in my dealings with guys there's a lot of conversation about um how you know we're, we're the head you know and we're supposed to be in charge you know and then especially if you're in the religious sphere um kind of how we roll in a, a lot of times it's it's you know the man is the head of the household and you know the man is this this you know whatever and what happens is i think um, I think maybe be, if that teaching is not done um, genuinely and and correctly, I think that can be uh, toxic for so many different individuals. Definitely. Yeah, because what happens is men, we we become not as self-aware as we should be because the reality is uh, just because you say just because the scripture calls you the head there's still something that you should be doing to portray that you are the head or the leader. Absolutely. Responsibilities comes with every um, title, uh, quote unquote, that anyone um, gets and get to have. Um, They used to um, talk about at church, at the church I grew up in, it was always the man is the head and the woman is the neck. Basically, you the head, but you can't do nothing without the neck. It's like it all works mm-hmm. together. And if you're not, basically what they were saying was, if you're not on one accord, think about a neck and a, and a head. Like you got to be on one accord unless you're going to be all over the place if your neck is not in sync with your head and your head is not yeah. in sync with your neck. And I think that's what they were, they, they were trying to get over. Um, so this whole idea of who the, who's the boss, and um, I feel – and I've, this is this is you know kind of like I've always kind of glide in is um, the man is the head um, you know and God is the head of the whole thing like the whole shebang mm-hmm. God is heading. So what one of the things that we kind of figured out the, the, I guess the equation um, of all of this is listen 
no one is really the head. God is the head. Right. <laughs> you know, no, no one is really the boss right. here. God is the boss. And when both of us is submitted to him, then it makes things when, when we deal with things naturally flow so much easier mm -hmm. because at the end all be all we're submitted to the same God we submit, you know, yep. you know? And so if we both acknowledge that he's the boss, mm -hmm. then things are, decisions are so much easier than just looking at the person that is, you know, that's that you're sitting across from. Yeah. And what has to happen? I think what, what would be useful in relationships is this idea of self-awareness. Like I think for us, one of the things that I know when it's not even, I think I know, one of the things that I know that helped me um, can help me kind of see, you know, even with being the leader and things of that nature, it's like once I become self-aware. So meaning in a relationship, I know that there are things that I'm not the best one to have the final say in. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like there, there are certain aspects of our relationship to where I know that is not necessarily where I lean as far as my core competency. Yeah. <laughs> you know like what I'm a saying? strong suit. It's not Yeah, it's suit. not my strong suit. So with that, those are the things because I trust who who it is God sent into my life. I, I get to lean on her. I get to lean on you because hey, those are quite natural. A lot of times those are the things that are your strong suit. Right, right. So so the it's just that you know that whole thing that opposites subtract kind yeah, of sort yeah. of. Yeah. So the idea of me just coming in and saying, Oh, well, I'm I'm making this decision and doing it. It's like, yeah, but you you're crippling the team. It's like right. you're not good at that. You know, so why would you even want to have the say in that? It, right. It's so self awareness to know, hey, this this is not an area that I'm necessarily the strongest in. So the beautiful thing is God has given. So if we're on a team and we're playing basketball, both of us love basketball. Right. So there are times where who Jordan was the leader of the Bulls team. Jordan, well, I guess a bad example. He didn't pass that much. Well, he, he, but, don't, but, don't talk about me and God. Okay. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is there are times there are a, a lot of times where he would give the ball to certain individuals because he had specialists on his team. Mm -hmm. And those specialists, Steve Kerr, Craig Hodges, whoever you Zach want to call Pippen, Pippen they, these specialists did so many different things that when they won the game, the game, the game winning ball didn't go to one person. They won the game. Right. So the idea that I don't shoot threes, if I'm Jordan, I'm going to give it to the three point shooter because right. he's going to be the one, you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like, okay, so when we was in college, remember we were in college and we would go and play these pickup games um, around six or seven, eight o'clock at night, right? It was this um, um, court probably about a mile away from your, your um, apartment. Yeah. And we would go and we would play these pickup games. It would yeah. be me. It would be your brother Philip, and some of, some of the other guys. Some of, some of the guys were marked to one hundred. You know, all mm -hmm. of us would just get out there, and I would be the only female on the team. The specialist. I mean, I'm there. I mean, it's eight o'clock, nine o'clock, sometimes ten o'clock at night in a college town, and we are balling like straight <laughs> balling. Let's keep in mind. Let's wait. Pause. Don't lose your thought. I want to, I want to get this clear. So we're out here playing basketball. And let me tell you something you guys might not know, but Sonya is extremely competitive in everything. She is the ultimate competitor. So she doesn't just play 
uh, you know, how, however you would picture like the one girl on a team would play. How they would picture me playing. Yeah, if they know me, me. Like, if they've seen me, how they would picture trust me playing. Me. No, I don't play like that. She's out there throwing <laughs> elbows. She's pushing people. She's calling them soft. I'm like, we're about to get in a fight. This ain't right. So, <laughs> so, so picture that person. Don't picture the it, whatever's in your mind. That's not it. Picture who I just described. Okay, but I on. only do that with people that you know that I you know. Well, sometimes. <laughs> uh, well, well yeah, sometimes uh, no, I, no, I get no, out just, of hand. Yeah. But anyways, pray for me. Um, so we there and we balling straight out balling. I but here's the thing. I knew my role i was gonna i wasn't gonna get down there bumping and you know mm-hmm. trying to you know defend the biggest guy on the court and blah blah you know th- that was not my role right. my role was to um sneak around that three-point line mm-hmm. from back and forth as long as i could until somebody forgot about me and y'all was going to throw me the ball mm-hmm. i knew that to be ready at all times so what happens why did we win because listen to this (laughs) why did we why Why did did we we win win? (laughs) why because i knew my role i wasn't i wasn't the best you know dribbler you know but here's the thing i knew that the the goal was to win the goal was to win. It wasn't about me. So y'all weren't passing me the ball. Y'all, you know, it didn't matter because I knew my role in the win. Mm. So when you guys passed me the ball, whatever the case is, I knew I needed to make the shot. That's all I was thinking about because what? It wasn't about whether I was gonna had the most points, whether I was the MVP. No, we wanted the win. So this was the game plan. We stick to the game plan. And most times we came out as the winner. Yeah, and, and the beauty I love what you just said. The beauty is found in, again, self-awareness. It would be one thing if you were coming out saying, Give me the Give ball. Give me the ball. I'm, I'm point running guard. The point guard. No. I'm doing this. I'm sticking this guy. No, because what we did before the game is we came up with the plan. And we said, this is what we think is going to help us be successful or win this game. And likewise, in relationships, that's what we have to do. We have to come together and we have to make a plan. Okay, we're getting ready to deal with these finances, right? Right. All right, so Mm -hmm. how are you with, I know you're the head of the house. Um, That's not under question, but the question is, can you balance the checkbook? Right. How has your history with finance, you know what I'm saying? How, How is your spending, you know, versus saving? These things need to be discussed because that's going to determine who gets the final. Right. So are you in the negative or in the positive the majority <laughs> right. of the year? Right, right. Have you ever had more than $100 in your bank account? Like what is your debt to income ratio? These are things that you need to discuss. Right. Because that's going to determine whether or not I can lean on your opinion as much as I might want to right. in that particular area. Now, the goal is for the person whether it's the guy or the or the woman, whoever, the goal is to be self-aware to the degree that they don't have to say, well, I have to be the one to shoot the shot. Because if you feel like you have to shoot the shot, then you don't necessarily care whether or not we win. And, and I think that comes from uh, erroneous, um, that comes from erroneous teaching. What do, or what does submission means? Um, what's the role of the husband? What's the role of the wife? And yeah. I think we talked about a little of that last week of the expectations of roles mm-hmm. um, in marriages and how important it is to know how to adjust. Remember we talked about that. So it's like, even in this, you got to adjust your mindset because you've probably been taught, you know, oh, man is the head and 
everything he says, it gots to go and blah, 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 blah. And the lady may have been, you know, taught the same things, unfortunately. So that's why they struggle so much with the mm-hmm. word submission. And, and I'm not, and I'm not, <laughs> listen, I'm not going to front. I kind I didn't know I struggled with submission. I didn't know that until I got married. Cause I thought it would be, I thought it wouldn't be a problem. Like, okay, well I'm marrying this guy and then you submit to your husband and you know, that whole situation and it wouldn't be, (laughs) I know that scripture, you know, I know that scripture. I'm very, very aware of that scripture. (laughs) I'm saved. I love the Lord, you know, so I'm going to follow his word. Okay. So you could be saved and unsubmitted. If saved and unsubmitted, I'm not even going to go there cause I'm not preaching. Um, (laughs) so you're not going to make me preach tonight. Um, but Here's the thing. Yes, I was, I love God and I love my husband, but I have an issue with being submitted. And, um, you know, I kind of, you know, you know, you can go and find out your reasons of having that issue. Some people have had people trying to kind of, kind of abuse, um, the, the role. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have issues there and then you probably have not ever seen a successful marriage, you know? So, okay. So you have your issues there where the guy kind of ruled over and the, and the wife was just a silent person on the side that never had anything to say, you know? So you've seen that and then you, you know, you, you've seen all the extremes. Mm-hmm. So you was like, well, I know I don't want to live like that, right. but you know, there is a submission that you have to have. So you kind of struggle with that. And, um, one of the things that helped me, um, it was not only our mindset of, you know, okay, God is the boss and this whole thing that we were going to do marriage as a partnership, which is important, you know, um, doing marriage as a partnership. That means both have something to say, (laughs) both, both are giving something, but it was also me trusting your heart and knowing your heart towards me and your heart towards the marriage, your heart towards the family and your heart towards where we were going. So even if I did not totally agree with you 100% of what decision you were making, um, and we couldn't come to, a you know, a common ground or a compromise and, and you were consistent, I had to really rest with you know what I trust his heart yeah I think I think wow that's that's so good I think um and again it's that give and take and it's that that idea of being self-aware I remember with us um I remember that there was a time I don't know I know you remember this um I believe you were pregnant you were very pregnant oh Jesus Christ I know what you about to say don't say that online (laughs) (laughs) you were very pregnant go ahead and um we were getting ready to, we were, we were looking for a car. Oh, Jesus. Yes, I was horrible. Go ahead. Well, it's not horrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it's, it's a perfect, it's a beautiful example because, so we we're looking for a car. I And I was like, I don't know why. I was like, ah, I don't you know. You were so against it. I was, I was against it totally. And But we needed a car, though. We it, needed a car. That's we were why new, I didn't understand. We were newly married. What was wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was God. No. But we were newly married and... You got pregnant like really quick. I don't know what happened. How did how did that happen? Oh, gosh. God, Mary, you were with child. Okay, I was so, pregnant within four months, guys. <laughs> was like was so pregnant. So, she so was like pregnant. real pregnant. So by this time, I was really really pregnant, <laughs> right. like nine months pregnant. Yeah, it was like we were we were newly pretty much newly married, newlyweds really. Yeah. And um, so we wanted to buy this car, and and you went to the place. I think I had to go somewhere else. I wasn't able to attend, but you went to the place, and then you did the test driving, and then da 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 da. 
And then you called me and was like, hey, I found the car. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, we're let's, not doing it. Let's not. <laughs> let's not. We're not doing and anything. And let me tell you, I was upset. And it's dun, important dun, dun. that you guys hear every <laughs> syllable of that word. Like, I was furious at him like i was in i was already nine months pregnant yeah. okay so i'm huge yeah you you was pregnant i was pregnant that's what i mean by she was pregnant i pregnant. was pregnant pregnant <laughs> i'm tired i'm frustrated and you had been there all day i had been there all day yeah. i think you had a funeral to attend or something like that something in church I'm sure. um yes you was in church somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in church. <laughs> and um we needed a car before the baby came yep we needed a car before the baby came. The baby was coming in four weeks. Yeah. So I was so upset. Guys, I was so upset she with him. Hot. I yeah. was hot. Like I was, I don't even know the word hot. Yeah. So, so anyway, long story short, I think we I ended up coming there after the event. Mm-hmm. So I get there after the event and we're sitting in the office. You know, they take you into the little quarantine office or whatever. <laughs> Try to run their game on you. Run the game on you, right? So they sent me. So we're sitting in the office, and I'm like, "This guy doesn't know that he got the wrong one. There's nothing that he's gonna." I'm on the way there, guys. You know, we're like the prodigal son. You know how he practiced that speech. Although I was like, "Listen, there is nothing this guy's gonna tell me." Da 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 da. So anyway, I'm talking, and then he, you know, he doing his spill. Anyway, long story short, we did not get the car. I was not getting. We did not get the car. We did not get my. 2000 and something infinity it was an infinity it was infinity i think maybe it was 2010 i don't know what it was it was a i don't know (laughs) it had to be 2000 it was two i think no it wasn't the year it was 2010 we were looking for the car okay it was like two but the car was like a 2007 or 2008 or something So, so yeah so we didn't get the car now here's the thing um i'm going somewhere with this so fast forward i guess maybe a couple of months Yep. A couple of months. Well, after I have the baby. Yeah. So you have the baby and then I lose my job. Right. Um, it was so many things. Well, happened. You no. got to help me okay, piece so it together. Yeah. I go um, have the baby after my two months. I go back to work and they laid all 3000 of us off. Yeah. Right. So I go back to work. Nice paying job. I'm a paralegal at one of the biggest law firms here in South Florida. And they lay us off. They closed to shut the whole thing down. Okay. So I'm out of a job and I'm basically on unemployment salary. Then this guy gets laid off. We was just just no income having no Lord. income first year married broke people broke with a newborn broke baby with a newborn so baby so those things happen and then we look back I'm, I'm going yeah, somewhere so we yeah. end up looking back and you know eventually we said wow thank God thank God yeah that we that, did not get that car right that we did not get that car now here's the thing this was a decision that even though. Um, Sonya didn't necessarily agree with that at the time. Well, necessarily, she did I not. Absolutely, did not agree with that. <laughs> she absolutely didn't agree with. However, you know what I'm saying. We was able to work, and I'm, I'm not trying to paint it pretty. It's not like it was, you know, it was. Oh, no, well, the no, Lord that was said, that was an ugly argument. Yeah, it was not this was pretty. One, this was one of our first major decisions yeah. that I had. That was the 
point to where I made, I had to figure out whether I was going to be submitted to you. Mm-hmm. You know, that was one of the points to where I realized I'm really only submitted when I agree. Mm-hmm. And if I don't agree, is that really submission? Yeah. You know, it, it, if I already agree, is that, if, is that really submission? Yeah. And you know, so that was my, that, that I, I remember that so clearly, not because of the car or whatever the case is. That was a pivotal point in my mind of me settling that, listen, I need to be. It's not a have to be or got to be. No, it wasn't like I needed to. I needed to be for um, my 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 safety, my protection, my peace, all of that was wrapped up in my submission. And if I didn't settle that in my mind, in my heart, then I was going to be miserable because I was used to making all of my decisions by Mm -hmm. myself. I graduated, went to college, paid for my own college. I got my own car. I buy my own groceries. I got my own job. I got, <laughs> you know, and this, and now I'm married and this guy is trying to, you know, now I just supposed to run everything through him. Yeah. And here's the thing. <laughs> you know? And here's the thing. So we ended up having, you know, work through that. And that was a situation to where we really had to work as a couple we had yeah. and this is maybe this is another podcast but the work of marriage is like real mm-hmm. so we had to really work through that um again so she ended up leaning towards me on that decision mm-hmm. even though it wasn't you know it wasn't what she necessarily want or absolutely wanted to do mm-hmm. now fast forward come some years and um i'm trying to okay so, to protect the innocent so situations happen right and in and relationships with different individuals you know started to go another way and it was you who were who were the one that i had to that kind of that helped me see wait no you need to look at this another way because Mm -hmm. you know these it's not this relationship is not what you think it is you know you're thinking is one thing and i'm telling you that this and i'm like no, I don't see that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but what ended up happening is this. I ended up leaning on, again, like you talk about trusting hearts. It's yeah. like, I trust our heart. So I'm like, wow, well, I need to look at this another way. Yeah. And because I leaned on her in the area that I know I'm most vulnerable because I'm the people person I love. I just want to be around people. I want everybody to get along. I'm like, you know, let's just, you don't have to have no beef or nothing ever. I don't want to have to ever have any. So I'm going to always lean towards that. So even to my fault to where I'll let things slide that shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Necessarily shouldn't slide. But the beautiful thing is you catch that. So in those particular, uh, particular situations, I had to lean on you even if I didn't always necessarily see things, right. I had to lean on you because look, yo, you're the boss in that area. Yeah. Right. So there are, what we're pointing out is there's going to, there's going to be that give and take and nobody should feel like I have to win. Right. No, no, no. It's about us winning. Us winning. And right. The way we win is by letting the person who's the boss in that area be the boss and exactly. you be support. Right. Can you support the boss is the question. Mm. Or do you always do have you to be always in charge? always have to be in charge, in the lead, right. in the driver's right. seat. Can you support? You know, making the directions, doing the major decisions. Like, And I think that's a, um, 
uh, something that we all have to grapple with in the beginning because, you know, truth be told, like you have, you have to mature to submission. Yeah. You have to mature to it because you, by the time you get married, the only person you really submitted to is maybe your parents or in maybe your pastor. Like that's a big, maybe, That's a maybe. you know? Um, so it's like some people get in marriages and have never submitted to anybody. And the thing is, the thing about submission is so, it's so subtle because you don't know that you haven't submitted to anybody. You don't know because you never had the opportunity yeah. because, because people think you're not submitted to your parents. Um, you, you, you just know better. You just that's know what, better. That's, that's not submission. Submission is a that's choice. That's not submission. That's fear. Right. <laughs> now you know, <laughs> like all these years, like have you really been submitted? Like you had to mature before you submitted to your parents. Right. So maybe once you matured, you you became submitted to your parents. But that's been the only person they've raised you all your life. Yeah. They've poured and invested so much in you. They birthed you. I mean. You know, so you can rationalize the reasoning behind finally submitting to them, you know, but this person that you're marrying is like, I just met them, (laughs) you know, they don't know me, you know, you guys can know each other five years, but however, it ain't 35 years that you know your parents and you, it took you 20 years to actually submit to them, you know. (laughs) You had to be grown. You, you had, had to, to have be grown your own kids. out of the house and started having your own kids. And then now you want to go back to mom and tell my, oh, I'm so sorry for all the trouble I put you through. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, so a lot of people get into marriages and have never submitted to anything other than their own thoughts. Yep. You know, so it, it really takes a process of maturation to get to that point to where that you are willing to decrease your you're you're willing to um deflate (laughs) basically and uh, let someone uh, or trust someone enough yeah to lead you in whatever the area it is yeah so it's it's really who so who's the boss the boss is jesus the boss is the word of god and i'm telling you submission is so important yes we should submit one to another but i'm telling you something happens when both individuals are submitted to Christ. That's why this whole idea of equally yoked is extremely important. So important. It's extremely important because we don't think about being equally yoked until there's a situation to pull the yoke apart. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's, it's one thing for you to want to be uh, in a place of prayer about something. Like you trust people, people's hearts when you know that they have a prayerful heart. Like it's, it's hard for you to submit to someone. Um, listen to me. It is hard for you to submit to someone who, who you don't, you don't trust their spiritual walk. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you the truth. Like you, they'll run you and you feel like they'll run you into a wall because you don't trust what. So even if watch this, watch this. And here's what we got to get to. Even if she feels like I'm wrong, she'll trust my heart. God is going to see my heart. And God is going to honor that. So we're not going to run into a wall. Right. You see what I'm saying? We may be about to run into we a wall. We may be about to. <laughs> and there were some times where we almost but ran into God one. is going to step but in. But again. You know, or then God would do something in your heart. It's been times where yep. I did not agree. We went back and forth. To finally, we went back and forth. <laughs> a little heated <laughs> fellowship sometimes. And then eventually, we, you know, I was like, you know what? Okay, fine. 
we're gonna do that and you know okay i'm with you and it wasn't like a fine so what like that's not submitting i mean you're aggravated you just like whatever um but no get to the place you know i get i have to i force myself i will myself to get to the place to where i'm not giving him an attitude every time it's time for me to submit <laughs> you know you know so it's like okay well all right we'll do that and it's been times to where i really did not see that route but you know winning in peace is so important to me um we winning as a as a couple as a marriage and our peace in those moments like i'm able to sleep beside you like this whole sleeping on the couch thing i don't get that yeah. like my husband is not sleeping on the couch right, and right. i'm not sleeping on the couch we're sleeping in the same bed right. or the same couch it's, it's or like the same couch you know either way <laughs> it's the same place so i can't be at odds i really have an issue with that um you, you know that whole anger don't go to sleep on your anger like no I would wake him up two o'clock in the morning, like, babe, I, I'm, I'm just still a little bothered, Listen. and he'd be like, "What? <laughs> You've got to be kidding me! You know? <laughs> <laughs> this has to be able to wait because I got to go to work." <laughs> you know, but you know, I, I, I'm so. I mean, that thing is drilled in me about that whole anger thing and allowing it to rest in your heart. You know, so but the whole it's so I have to get to the point to where I actually say, "Okay, you know what? We're going." with you and I'm riding, you know, I'm behind it 100%. Let's do it. But there's been times where I've gotten that, I've gotten that piece to just go with it, even though I did not agree. And then something happens, you know, to where obviously God deals with your heart. Once I take it to God, like it's been times I've took things to God and you came back to me and just totally changed your view of it. Uh, that that did not happen after the three hour conversation that we had, right. <laughs> you know, it had to be God dealing with your heart and me stepping back and allowing him to deal with, deal with your heart concerning it. And you would come back and then you would be like, okay, well, we're going to go with what, you know, your suggestion. And even though you, it's been time you didn't agree, but however, obviously God dealt with your heart and you was like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. We, okay, let's do your, let's try your, try your way and if it don't work we'll come back and it has to be god it's, it's so and it's so important that we take things to god in these situations whichever the person is whichever one it is maybe the male or female that is having an issue with whatever the the final say is you and you're still struggling with it and you don't think it's the right way but you know there has to be peace in your house <laughs> You have to go to God and God has a way of dealing with people hearts that our words cannot. Absolutely. And that's who's the boss. The Who's the boss? Jesus. Jesus Christ is the boss. Jesus is the boss. Let him have the final say in your relationship. We got a, two people have to come to the table with no agenda other than we want to win as a couple. Right. And when we come with that agenda, don't come trying to win. You come saying we want to win. When you come with that agenda, you'll see that the final say doesn't belong to you or doesn't belong to her or him or whatever. Right. The final say belongs to Jesus. What does God have to say concerning the matter? If we're submitted to that, and then he's we can win. the final say. Right. Man, that's beautiful. Yeah. So listen, we love you guys. And we're going to come back with some more stuff. Yes, but yes, I'm yes. just going to go back to my cake 
because my <laughs> cake is calling me. Yes, and ladies, I want you to connect with me. Okay, so I have this this text line that I want you to connect with. It's a community of ladies. Um, I need you to right now get your phone and you're gonna text the number eight one zero one zero. And in the comments, I mean, in the text message, you're going to write the at sign. She so fresh. She so fresh. And I want to connect with you. I send out um, inspirational texts, um, things that I want to encourage you and impart into your life. I'll let you know some things, the lady talks that we're going to be having via Zoom. And no matter where you are, you'll be able to connect um, regardless of what part of the country you're in. So I'm excited about it. Again, please. Do that right now. Get your phone. It's going to be amazing. Okay, so that's it. That's Fostering Life with Joey and Sonya. Until the next time, we love you guys. God bless you.